This is Saving Grace, Living in the Light of God's Love, a broadcast ministry of Grace Center for Spiritual Development and Grace School of Theology, a seminary to the world, committed to the truth of Scripture and life application through the lens of grace. And now, our program. Hello, I'm Carmen Pate, and I'm your host for today's program. You know, every one of us has an extraordinary dream, the combined ability and passion to find one calling that truly resonates with our God-given gift and talent mix. Over the next couple of weeks, our guests will provide insight and practical guidelines to help high school, college graduates, job seekers, and even those who find themselves in the second half of their life and wanting to pursue a new calling. So we want to help make their extraordinary dreams become a reality. Our guest is Dwight Edwards, and his book we'll be discussing is A Tale of Three Ships, Setting Sail for Your Extraordinary Dream. Dwight is founder and president of Revolution Within, whose vision is to develop spiritually passionate, humbly dependent followers of Christ as they help believers develop their new hearts, their new lives, and their new legacies in Christ Jesus. Dwight has pastored over 30 years, most recently at Water's Edge Community Church in Houston. Dwight is a best-selling author of six books and a sought-out speaker, teacher, and facilitator. Welcome back to Saving Grace. Well, thanks, Carmen. Great to be with you. Well, it's been a while, but we've looked forward to having you back on. Yeah. I love love doing this. You know, before we begin our discussion of our topic today, uh, you have to tell us more about Revolution Within, because when I think about uh, your vision, how I want to know how you develop passionate, uh, dependent followers of Christ. Because when you look at the world today, Dwight, we need more Christ ambassadors who are out there living that supernatural life before the world. Exactly. Well, it comes off the top of my first book was Revolution Within. And um, sort of my conviction is that um, most believers really don't know who they are in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, they're resourced with, uh, as Paul will put it, every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies in Christ. But then we live our lives oftentimes as if those even exist. And so we try our best and we grit our teeth. And before too long, we're just worn out. Mm. Uh, but but be, beyond that is there's no place for the supernatural when that yeah. occurs. So, yeah. so that's the idea behind it. We talk about three things, new hearts, new lives, new legacies. Mm-hmm. So it all starts with a new heart. And this is the great promise of the new covenant. A new heart will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you. I will write my law on their hearts. And mm-hmm. so basically, when we become believers, we're not uh, forgiven sinners. We're saints who still have struggles going on. But fundamentally, yeah. we are different coming out of conversion than going in. Very different. Not just in terms of eternity, but also in terms of time. So um, the new heart then leads to new lives. Mm-hmm. And here, our passion is... To help men and women do the most epic thing that they can do with their life. And that mm-hmm. is to give their lives to the only two things that count for eternity. Word of God, souls of men. It's called yeah. disciple making. Yes. And so yes. Th- that's you know what um, we want to focus on is, and we've got a six course series. Uh, it takes about two years to go through. Mm-hmm. And we say it'll give you the tools and the training to go back into your natural sphere of influence, be it your country club, be it your neighborhood, be it your workplace, wherever that is, and you can do it. 
you, you can pass along what we've passed along to you, and you'll never find anything, uh, I like the term epic, more epic mm. than to be mm. just simply a disciple maker. You won't get a lot of, a lot of press in this world on it. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, or negative, the, if or you ne- do. It'll be negative, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that leads to the third, and that's the new legacy. And that mm. one day you'll hear the words you'll cherish for all of eternity. Well done, hmm. good and faithful servant. Uh, Amen. So that's what we're Amen. about is, is trying to help. I, I like the term trade up. Yes. You know, I, basically what we're trying to do is to help people trade up to the best life God has made available. Oh, I love so. that. I love it. It's a beautiful vision. And your work you're doing is, is just Thanks. incredible. And, you know, it's obvious that your writings are consistent with the pursuit of your vision. Uh, because when I think of your books, Revolution Within, Experiencing yeah. Christ Within, the, uh, Releasing the Rivers and Game Changing right. Christianity, all of those books, by the way, have just touched my heart and my my husband's heart. So we thank you for that. But they all share this common thread uh, of helping Christians to grow in their intimacy and their walk yes. with Christ uh, before the world. And so now we come to the book we'll be talking about today uh, and next week, A Tale of Three mm-hmm. Ships. has that same thread, yep. but it has a different flavor, if you will. So talk a little bit about your vision for, the, for this particular book. Well, it's really interesting because um, I, when I wrote um, Game Changing Christianity, which was why the first 300 years of Christianity are m- remarkably better than anything we've ever seen, I think really one of the key, key ingredients was that the believers of that day reached out to the unbelievers of their world to help. And they never said, if you become a Christ follower, we'll help you with this, we'll help oh, you with that. right, right. They just said, hey, mm-hmm. how can we help? And they did extraordinary things. So, you know, many lost their lives mm. in terms of just trying to, to help. And, uh, but that's what won the day. Uh, of course. It's, it's what caught the attention of the unbelieving uh, Roman world. So that by, by the year th- um, 350 AD, uh, 56% of the Roman Empire claimed to be Christ followers. That's amazing. But, but, it, but it began 250 years earlier with 0.0126%. It's a huge, huge change. Mm-hmm. So my thought was, you know, what could we do similarly mm-hmm. um, in, mm-hmm. in our culture? Mm-hmm. And so I think my gift is 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 writing speaking yes. some, of some form yes and um what would it look like to reach over into the the marketplace into mm-hmm. the unbelieving world if you will mm. and just bless with no strings attached yeah and so the idea is that um you know i've, I've learned some things along the way between a background in t- professional tennis in pastoring mm-hmm. that i think will work for both christians and non-christians mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and uh, you know the old adage all truth is god's truth yes um so uh and then also part of it was just seeing so many many people Mm. Who are just making it by, mm. and and, yes. and you know, and sometimes yes. life is like that. I mean, sometimes yeah. I've often said, uh, sometimes getting out of bed is spectacular. Living. Oh, I know, and it's you know? true. For so, some. so I don't want to take that away. Absolutely, <clears throat> but I do think that way, way too many people are just walking around and they're you know being responsible and doing what they should do but there's no fire there's no passion yeah, so i love yeah. the quote by thoreau often used on this he said the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation 
and go to the grave with a song still in them. Mm. And and so I think and that's, that's so what sad, I want. Isn't yeah, it? it is. But that's what I wanted to awaken is mm-hmm. is because I think a lot of people don't realize they have a song. Yeah. You know, they don't recognize. Wait, I do have something unique to offer uh, to this world. Mm-hmm. And I think the beauty of it is <clears throat> that. What we most have to offer the world is exactly the same thing that is going to light our fire like nothing else. Yeah. It's, it's the ultimate win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, be the best you can be in what you were created to be. And uh, again, the old adage, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. You yes. It, it, just won't, right. it just won't feel like it. So uh, and this particularly I wanted to write, the, the book is really, it's targeted towards uh, uh, graduates, mm-hmm. high school and college. Mm-hmm. And basically saying... Um, you know, have the courage to go deep enough within to find out not what do you want to do, what do you really want to do? Yeah. And maybe yeah. even maybe even better is what was I meant to do? Mm-hmm. And 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 have the courage to touch bottom on that and say, okay, this is what I really wanted. This is what I'm made to do. So I often say, you know, should Einstein have played basketball? Uh, probably not. Uh, should Michael Jordan have been an engineer? Probably not. Probably not. They landed on what yeah. they were made to do. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so, so that's yeah. the, the book is is helping people find okay, what is that that unique design? I guess that that every person has. Absolutely, and I know you you wrote this in a form of a parable about three yep. ships, uh, and we'll be talking about those over the next couple of weeks, but. You mentioned that it's important to take time to reflect, to look back on where you've been, where you're going, that sort of thing. Uh, and so speak, if you will, about uh, about the importance of, of taking that time, yeah. because we all are so busy yeah. doing meaningless things. Sometimes yeah. we're yeah. doing good things, we're right. doing, but, but a lot of times it's just a routine. Right. So talk about that. Well, I think it's one of the scariest things you'll yeah. do is to step back and just absorb and mm-hmm. say, okay, am I really, is this where I want to be in 10 years, in 20 years, yeah. you know, so forth. Uh, you know, change is frightening mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of ways, but the only thing worse than uh, um, the, the, the fright factor, if you will, of change is not changing. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's, uh, <clears throat> it's one reason I think it's great to read biographies. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives yeah. you, you know, insights into, you know, you find out that other people struggle just the way that you oh, did. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and, um, you know, I, I just think we live in a culture that is so frenetic hmm. that almost nobody's taking time out just to really think through and if you're of, of faith, uh, pray through and say, Lord, mm-hmm. you know, what would you have me to be, be yes, doing? Yes, yes. Oh, I agree. I agree. Very good advice. You know, there's some listening, maybe it's a mom of four kids or it's a, uh, a laborer who feels yeah. like he's trapped and is never going to move ahead, an executive who's burnt out or bored, exactly. uh, you know, and I think all of these folks are going now what? But you say it's so important to not ever, ever, ever give up. Uh, encourage our yeah. listeners in that regard. Well, uh, uh, one way I like to illustrate this, and in our website we have a video on on this, and I like to call it the click of the shotgun. And and where this comes from is I have a friend who has a, a dog that is you know extremely old, and I'm not yeah. sure why they haven't put the dog down because oh. the dog sh- the dog's just riddled with arthritis. Oh. I mean, sh- and it's just so oh. painful to yes. watch the poor thing get up and go to its uh, water bowl or food or food and come back. <laughs> But when my friend uh, goes hunting, uh-huh. um, and he goes to his shotgun cabinet, and he takes out his cabinet, 
and the dog hears the click of the shotgun. I, mm. Well, there is a video there. Eyes get bright, oh. ears go up, and the dog starts moving around, and my friend takes him out hunting. And while he's out there hunting, you'd never know there's an ounce of arthritis anywhere. Oh, I love the that dog, story. The dog yeah. is full stretched the entire time, having mm-hmm. the time of his life, new light in his eyes, new spring in his step. Uh, come back home, put away the shotgun, and he goes back to being the poor, pitiful creature that he is My. most of the time. Well, how do you explain that? Uh, exactly. Well, it's, very, it's very simple. <laughs> yes. That dog is a hunting dog. You know, his parents didn't teach it to hunt. It didn't go to hunting school. Mm-hmm. It's how it was created, yeah. you know. And, and and I think it's it's a great picture of, you know, mm-hmm. find what you're made to do. I have another friend. He's got a dog. And this dog, when family, all the people are together, it, the dog cannot rest until everybody's at the same table. As long as somebody's up and around, uh, people are moving back and forth. He's moving around, looking, moving around. <laughs> but when everybody gets to the table and they're all seated, that for the very first time, he'll go back and he'll lay down in the corner and relax. Hmm. Now, what's why would that be? Because that dog her- uh, is a herding dog. Oh, That's yes, what its DNA yes, is. Yes. The click of the shotgun means nothing to this dog, and family reunions mean nothing to the dog that responds to the click of the <laughs> shotgun. But it's a, it's a great example, I think, of saying, you know, we're all created to do something mm-hmm. uh, unique. There's the, in our gift, talent, passion mix, we all have something we do better than anything else. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the woman who's yeah. found what that is. Yeah. You know, for me... Um, in a thousand billion years, I never thought I'd be end up. I would end up being a speaker in writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and when I was in, in high school, like that would yeah. be the the worst thing I'd want. <laughs> but as I, you know, just kind of continued down life's journey and 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 dabbled in this and that, and yeah, I just kind of kept coming back to it. Oh, and so, yes. um, you know, it, it's the greatest favor you'll ever do yourself on this planet. Yeah is find your God-given design mm-hmm. and just fall in line with it. Yes, no you know, doubt about fall it. Fall in line. When is an eagle most alive as an eagle? When it's soaring to the heights because it was created to do that. That's you exactly know? right. And so I, I just see so many uh, people, I mean, uh, especially young people, who are not attacking life. Yes, I agree with you. You, you know, see they're, it, they're, and they're, they're missing they're, out. They're just yeah. enduring it. And so again, sometimes that's all you can do. But mm-hmm. um, I love to find somebody who has the light in their eyes. Oh, you know, yes. I, I went yeah. the other day to get a haircut. And uh, the person I, I normally use wasn't there, so I, I took another person. And she started working on my hair. And she said to me, you know what? I love cutting hair. <laughs> she, that's her and passion. you could feel it. Yeah, you I knew said, you she know did. what? God, that's so awesome. And, yeah. and and she said, and she said, I've been doing it, you know, for twenty years. I yeah. never get tired of it. Well, she's found what she's meant to do. No doubt know. about it. So, and, um, real quickly, uh, another a great read by um, a novelist called Paulo Coelho is called The Alchemist, mm-hmm. and uh, very similar idea. He calls it your personal legend. I call mm-hmm. it your extraordinary dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in either case, it's what makes you alive as a human being. Absolutely, yes, yes. Like nothing else. 
Oh, and and, and it's it's the the most fascinating thing to discover that. I know over the years of my life, and I did through, you know, the spiritual gift inventory and the personality right. uh, inventories and all of these things and the the uh, the life uh, where you life maps, right. all of those right. things. And then uh, the two ten project came out, and which which encapsulates all of those together mm. in one thing, puts it in on computer and spits it out. But but one of the things that that I did, I guess probably. Oh, my goodness, probably 35 years ago, Dwight, uh, is I wrote a mission statement based on the things I had learned through those various tools. And I filter everything that I do through that mission wow, statement great. because it's what, how God created That's me right. and what he wants me to do. That's and he right. doesn't want me wasting time on those things that will get me off track. Right. Absolutely. And and so I try to encourage young women that I mentor to do the same Absolutely. and to guide them, like you say. Find what God made you to be. Do that, right. and and you will wake up every morning going, "Wow, this exactly. is what I was made for," yeah. and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, we talked earlier about that taking that time for reflection. Uh, you tell a story in your chapter, "Live Like You Were Dying," mm-hmm. uh, a wonderful story about uh, uh, Alfred Nobel. Yeah. Talk talk about that. Well, it's a, it's a, a great illustration of um, you know the long look of your life and mm. thinking, okay, what's going to, yeah. what, what am I going to be remembered for after the grave? So Alfred mm-hmm. Nobel was a Swiss uh, chemist and uh, he's responsible for inventing dynamite. And uh, he made obviously a huge fortune uh, based on it. And the reason he, he created dynamite was, you know, so they could build bridges and make tunnels and so forth and so on. Yeah. Uh, late in his life, he went down, he was vacationing in the South of France. He went down and he opened up the newspaper and the headlines read, Alfred Nobel dies. Well, he decides, well, that's worth reading about. <laughs> yes, it's here. here I am. Oh. And so he read about how he had died the day before. <sighs> and so what happened was a French reporter had heard that a Nobel had died, assumed that it was Alfred when it was uh, really his brother. Uh, uh, and he beat everybody to the punch. He just went ahead and wrote it up, not quite researching yeah, it properly. Yeah. But as he read it, he, re- he discovered he was referred to by terms like merchant of death, mm. inventor of destruction. Oh. And it just broke his heart because he yeah. realized, oh, my gosh, if I die right now, I- I'm going to be remembered for mm. destruction, mm, which is death. the last thing that he wanted, you know, on it. So he did what most people will never have the opportunity to do, and that is he made a va- huge, huge fortune, obviously, from inventing dynamite. And he took the vast, vast majority of it and he poured it into a single fund mm. that we know today as the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm. And and that's and that's where the seed seed funding came. Was, and that was, is how we remember him. It is how we remember him. Absolutely. <laughs> nobody, nobody remembers him as the inventor of dynamite. No, nobody no, remembers him no. as the you know inventor of destruction or yeah. whatever. That's why that's how we remember him. And um, But you know what? There's something else on that too though, Dwight, yeah. that I was thinking of. The fact that Dynamite has benefits, right? Absolutely. Okay, but but people oftentimes we we do something and we think, well, this is noble, this is good. Right. But others may not see that right. side of yes. it. So that is something to really think about as well. The things that we call good, maybe the world doesn't, or well, no, or maybe God doesn't. Problem. I think that's yeah. huge because yeah. that doesn't mean that the world's yeah. going to applaud. Yeah. What you choose. Right. You know, right. And, and, and this is where it becomes so crucial to say, no, this is this is what I, I know I was made to do, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, 
you can't do anything significant in this world without criticism. Yeah. It's yeah. just not possible. And and, and the mm. question is going to be, are you going to allow the criticism to cause you to pack your bags and go home? Or are you just going to see it as part of the journey and say, mm-hmm. okay, what can I learn from this? But it's not going to deter the, the, the path that I'm, that I'm headed. Yes. Um, yes. So, you know, I think people, we love to be around people who have discovered their extraordinary dream. Mm-hmm. You know, we love to be around people, I think, you know, who have the light in their eyes, yeah. who, who have that, that vibrancy in their voice, that spring in their step. Um, yeah. And it's such a contrast to, to those that uh, are just getting by. Oh, you know? no doubt and, about it. Yeah, so. And when there's troubles in the world, and there is every day in everyone's yeah. lives, uh, you're right. You look for those who are still smiling, even yeah. though they're going through difficult things. They're, they're, they have hope. When no one else seems to, because right. you want to know why you want to, yes. and what an opportunity to share the gospel, to well, share that's Jesus. That's, right? that's exactly it. You know, I, I, as I wrote um, this this last book, Game Changing Christianity. Yes. I think I think I would summarize the secret of success, if you want to call it that, of the early church in yeah. one simple phrase: they led by surprise. Mm. Yeah. They led by surprise. Truly did. And 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 the, the lifestyle that they exhibited in the power of the Spirit mm-hmm. caught the unbelievers off guard, really, in a sense that they said, wow, you know, we we, we, we don't treat our children that way. Yeah. Uh, our families don't look like that. Um, you know, on and on it go. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, there, there's, there is a, what we might call a redemptive purpose mm-hmm. behind yeah. living well. And, and I yes. would say, you know, whatever your task is, whatever God's called you to do it mm-hmm. to the best of your ability, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, and, you know, you look at, at the history, the biographies of, of uh, so many of what are called the greats, that seems to be a common denominator. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, I actually wrote a sequel uh, to um, mm-hmm. um, A Tale of Three Ships. It's called Say No to Vanilla. Oh. And it's it's basically the, what the third ship looks like, the battleship looks yes, like. Yes, yes. And uh, the really the idea behind it was, um, you know, if you look at people who've lived extraordinary lives throughout history, they all tend to have five common denominators, what I like to call common threads of uncommon lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But number one is passion. Yes. You can be good at something without being passionate, but you cannot be great. Right, right. And, and, but the passion arises when we've found what we were meant to do, when mm-hmm. we've heard the click of the shotgun, yeah. that's when the passion begins to, to break forth. And that's what we all are seeking, and that's what we yeah. hope that our, our listeners will, will find as well. You know, I remember um, what I was thinking when, as I was struggling through leukemia, and I talked about or to, to my husband uh, about what what would I be remembered for because it really it really makes you think when you're That's facing right. your mortality That's right, right? And, uh, but since I learned uh, I was in remission two years yes. now Thank so goodness. now praise the Lord uh, now it is that daily thought of what do I want to be right. remembered for, exactly. and that's a big difference. And it's it's something we should all think yeah. about every single day because our our lives are, are in God's hands. That's we right. don't know how many days He's given us, so I think it's critical that we uh, that we that we think you know about uh, that. illustration just along those lines. Yes. Came, and I don't think I have it in the book, but there was a psychiatrist in a certain city that had monumentally better results it seemed like than any other psychologist around. And yeah. people said, "What you know? What 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 makes the difference?" And he had an assignment that every one of his patients he required of them, 
that no other uh, psychologist uh, did, and that is every patient was required uh, to spend an hour a week out in a cemetery. Oh. And they had to go out and just think. Yeah. And just look and observe the grave markers mm. and realize, wow, I'm going to be there one day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I either like where my life's headed yeah. or I don't. Here's some adjustments I need to make. And it's that kind of whole idea of the eternal perspective. Yes. You know, yes. perspective yes. changes everything. It does. You know? It and, does. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's a key, key No issue. doubt about it. Well, we're going to have you back next week because we want to get into this book talking about the three shifts. Sure. So in our closing, let's tell us tell us what are the three shifts <laughs> and kind of what they represent. And then next week we'll okay. uh, get into them. Uh, so the, the first ship is what I call the sinking ship. Okay. And uh, I classify that as the life of unnecessary resignation. Mm. Now, again, let me say as strongly as I know how. There are days that you're going to be the sinking ship. Yeah. There are and there are days that keeping your head above water is is spectacular living. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to take that that part away. Right. But too many people, and that's why I call it unnecessary resignation. Mm-hmm. They've resigned to a life of just getting by. Yeah. You know, like, just this is what, all there this is. This is all there is. You know, yeah. and, and the highest goal I have in life is is just to get by. Mm-hmm. Um, the second ship is kind of the opposite, and I think it's the ship that um, most, uh, at least Americans, want to be on, and mm-hmm. I call it the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't we all? Yes. <laughs> uh, and here, the great goal in life yeah. is mm-hmm. basically just to have as comfortable a life mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. You know, to have as 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 vanilla padded a life yeah. uh, as you can, so that uh, basically, and I talk about there, that, you know, that what people on the that that ship are are pursuing. The problem with that ship is that uh, people think that it's the best life has to offer, but it's mm. not. They mm-hmm. think that they're flying first class, but they're not. But they're not. But they're not. Yeah. And the third ship is the mm-hmm. ship uh, that I'm uh, endorsing, if you will. It's the yeah. it's the battleship. Yeah. And, and, and there it's it's just simply finding what you were meant to do. And, and go with, and do you it. just go for it. Yeah. And just go for it. Yeah. I love it. So. Well, folks, you're in for a treat next week. Be sure to tune in. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Edwards. Carmen. Love being with you. I look forward to our discussion <clears throat> next week. And uh, thanks to our listeners. We pray that our discussion today has encouraged you and given you hope for your future. Be sure to join us next week. We're going to continue to explore Dwight's book, A Tale of Three Ships. You'll be able to learn more about his book, how to get it, uh, in our show notes if you go to our website at gsot.edu. That's gsot.edu. This would make a great gift for your graduate, and uh, this will be hitting uh, your your uh, radio airways just about the time you need it. So uh, <laughs> we hope you'll get that. Well, we're so glad you've tuned in. Be sure to tell others about Saving Grace. And do remember that we here at, at uh, Grace School of Theology have courses for seminary degrees, whether it be, you know, bachelor's, even master's or doctorate today. So check the opportunities there. We also have Grace Center for Spiritual Development. For those folks who say, well, you know, I'm really not about pursuing a seminary degree, but I want to dig deeper into God's Word. I want to grow closer in my intimacy with Him, and I want to gain those uh, tools and gain the knowledge that I need to tell the world about Him. 
So if you'd like to learn more about that, again, all of that is at our website. Again, that's gsot.edu. Well, again, we are just so glad you've joined us. Remember that the love of Christ mm-hmm. can never be earned and can never be lost. You've been listening to Saving Grace. For more information about Grace Center for Spiritual Development or this program, visit our website at gsot.edu center or download the Grace app through your smartphone. Views expressed on this program may not always be the views of Grace School of Theology or its leadership.